Hey guys, I am still stuck on this couch. It's been three weeks of hell while Dr. Johnny Sefra and Colonel Knight play around in the tundra. Hopefully, um, hopefully they're not dead. This week, we are going to meet Dean Graciosi. This guy is awesome. New York Times bestselling author, real estate expert. He's been on TV straight for like 14 or 15 years. You know what's interesting about him? Everybody's got a to-do list. This guy's got something different that I think we can apply to all our lives. We are here for Spartan Up Podcast in Arizona with Dean Graziosi. Are you a real estate expert? Like, what's your expertise? I would just say um, entrepreneur, trainer, author. Actor, I mean, you have no, that look, that. model, or no, something. I don't, know, I don't know about that, <laughs> but well, I don't think I'd make a living doing that. But but uh, but you grew up out, out here in Arizona? No, upstate New York. Upstate where? Poughkeepsie, Newburgh. What's are we live? We're live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't, that was no. We're done. We're going. No, no, we're going. Good. <laughs> we're let's on. do this. Upstate where? Poughkeepsie. Yeah, Poughkeepsie, Newburgh area. So um, a little town called Marlboro. Got it. So I, I spent some time. My, my parents got divorced. She took my mom took me to Ithaca. Oh yeah, that's way up. Yeah, that's yeah, way, up. way up. That's cool. So um, you leave there. You know, no college. No I, college. I barely got out of high school. Um, I just didn't like being broke. You know, and, and it, when you noticed that people would money, like money is one of those things you think it's this end all solid. Like it solves a lot of problems. I mean, the, the thing is, and I want to ask you a question here yeah. in a minute, but. What I thought money was going to do for my life isn't, isn't what it did for my life, right? So I just knew that I hated watching my mom struggle, working a couple jobs, sure. yep. dad. Like, it was just our family always worried about money. So it was just such this thing that I wanted to get that shit out of the way. I just sure. wanted the freedom to not worry about it. Right. I always wanted to be, I think, now I define it as that. I didn't think that at 10 that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. But that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to solve that problem. I wanted to solve problems, do my own thing, do it right. on a big scale. Yep. Um, and save money? What's that? Did you want it, like, were you thinking, I'm just going to save some money? No, so I just I- wanted to be more in control. Like, if I really dig down, I just didn't want it. My parents were married nine times, too. So, like, oh, you know, right. in a childhood, like, no money and moving a gazillion times. You're just, right. like, this insecure kid that doesn't know where to go. Sure. And I just thought, remember thinking, if I had money out of the way, no one tells me where to live, how to dress, how to were, eat. Were, so that was kind of my... Were the challenges the in their relationship money? Did you view them as money-related? No, I think just bad at relationships. Some of it was right. money, just yeah. relationship bad. Yeah. So I think that was it. When I dig into now that we're older and you work on yourself yeah. and you start yeah. figuring out what drove you, yeah. um, it was it was just wanting to be have control. And what's the first business? Chop firewood, cut it down, All sold right. it. Badass. Then uh, then bought wrecked there's cars. There's nothing like chopping wood, Mr. Yeah. Polish. Uh, then uh, bought wrecked cars and fixed them and flipped them. Wow. And then got into houses before I was twenty. Got my first rundown house. Fix that up, rented it. I say them. all the time, tell me if you agree with me, but like the, the three you just described, like every, that should be a rite of passage for everybody in America, right? Yeah. Chop wood, <laughs> fix cars, <laughs> and do construction. Yeah, exactly. Right? You I do that, you can do anything. Yeah, and it gives you a little, it gives you like this underlying like confidence, right? Yeah. Like, like just, just pure confidence yeah. of like being able to do shit, you know? I'm going to give you, when we're done, I'm going to give you the Spartan. You're a Spartan. Cool. All right. I'll take it. So you do that. Then, uh, then in like 1999, I used to watch Tony Robbins and Carlton Sheets and all these guys on infomercials. Yep. And I just, by then, I went from that broke kid, and we all have our own shit, but yep. I mean, I was, I was homeless with my dad for a little while when I was yep. living. We lived in a bathroom, all this yep. crazy shit. Like, again, everybody watching has got their own stuff, so not poor me. Um, but in 1999, I decided I wanted to do an infomercial. 
So I'd watch, like I said, Tony Robbins, sure. and I, I had no freaking clue what I was doing, completely clueless. I put on my credit cards, I hired this production crew, I created a course called Motor Millions. The first course I created was how to make money with cars, like I did. Got it. And uh, so I created this course. Flip, flipping cars. Flipping, yeah, more yeah. wholesaling. So I used to scour people that, like, I would run ads for people who went to a dealership yeah. and got a lowball offer, and I'd say, don't trade it in, lose money, let me sell it for you. And then I'd run ads about that car, and I'd just make a little spiff in the middle. Got it. So I created a course called Motor Millions. I filmed an infomercial in my front yard using credit cards. Put together a book. Put together manuals, yeah. like five different manuals and yeah. some videos. And uh, had no idea what I was doing. But you know what it's like when you started what you're doing, sure. right? You learn as you go along. Yeah. That's what we do. I said before, you, we make it up, and then some people have the ability to make it real, or at least try, right? Sure. Sure. Failed miserably, finally got on TV, and that was 1999. And then I had a 18-year run, never missed a day on TV. Now, a whole bunch of failures in between wow. there. Wow. But, you know... Ups and downs, just like every company, everybody and, and, watching. And for those people that don't know the TV, but like you were buying space and buying space, right? Yeah. So evolved right, through regular infomercials, and then I did. I was the first one. Really jumped in my business um, was I was the first one to do like a sit down interview like this on camera on TV with no scripts, no teleprompters, no fancy call to action. I did a real live interview, and then a couple times through the show, I'd hold up my book and go, "Hey, if you want to get my book, call." Wow. And that show took me from. You know, that, that show, no one had ever done a show like that. But this was Cars, that show? No, that was real estate. Real estate. Yeah, my book, it. it was for my book, Be a Real Estate Millionaire. I sold a million copies of it. Wow. And, um, and really, from, from that? From that infomercial that, and, yeah. and in bookstores. Got it. So that was a, that was a big powerful. game changer. It was a game changer. That's a game changer. It was a game changer. And how, why the switch to real estate? Because that was really, I mean, both throughout high school and my 20s, it was cars and real estate. I'd, right. I'd work on car, literally I'd work on cars till five. I'd go home and shower, eat, and I'd go be a carpenter and construction guy and plumber and Love I'd it. work on cars till, or houses till 11, 12 o'clock at night and do it over again. But it's know? amazing that, I mean, a lot of people, I know a lot of construction people, I know a lot of mechanics, um, you just get stuck there, but you, you took it to Well, I know a lot of guys that like to, you know, run fitness contests and shit like that <laughs> yeah, and they're right. stuck there, right? right. It's, it's, right. Never, it's, never the, it's never the vehicle or the delivery system. It's, right. It doesn't matter where it is, right? It's, it's you, person, you interview yeah. CEOs, it's, yeah. it's all the other shit. It's why my latest book is about success because it's like, it doesn't matter if it's real estate, cars, working right. out, training. It's all, deep down, it's all the same shit that makes us either get through the obstacles, overcome shit, keep going, or stop. What, right? So what are those things? Um, you know, there's a couple. We'll still get them yeah, yeah. to buy the book, but yeah, no, I don't care about the book. Yeah. No, that's not why I meant it. Yeah. But that's that's yeah. what you realize if you can give people those tools. So I would, I was thinking about that when I was listening to you, uh, you know, before talking, and I was like, how could I like serve people watching? Because listen, it's easy for us to have this conversation. Right. You have a monster company. I have yeah. a monster company. People are watching. They're dying to do something. But life's fucking hard, for lack of a better word. Sure. It gets tough. Right. Stuff's in your way. It's like you want to do more, but then life sucks you back in. And I think, there's, I think there's a few core things that can help anybody. Like, I was going to ask you, so for, for what you've created, which is an unbelievable, I, I've known, before I knew who you were, I knew what you've done for a long oh, time. Cool. Okay. Um, what, if I asked you what drove you to want to build something so great, and, and all the people who told you no, all the failures that you had, yeah. what, what drove you? Um, for this business, I, I, I don't know if you agree with this, we talked about it earlier, is... Um, I've had a bunch of businesses like you did. The first uh, 25 years of business for me, the purpose was all about money. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make money. Just like totally a very that. similar story. This business was purposeful. This was, I want to rip people off the couch. Yeah. I want to get them healthy. Because that's fun for me. Yeah, yeah. I had everybody, totally here, get it. I had everybody here doing burpees today. Yeah, that's fun that's for I heard. me. 
I love torturing people. Yeah. In, in a good way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? To make them better. And, and, and if we could be sustainable, in other words, have a business yeah, yeah. that actually generates income doing that, I'll fly out of bed. Forget about getting out of bed in the yeah, morning. Yeah. Right? I'll levitate out of bed. Right. So, so if, that was, if that was a question, so why is changing people's lives important to you, if you don't mind me asking? Um, I guess I watched my mom do it. When, when we were younger, she got into yoga, meditation, health, food, and she was considered a crackpot. But she would rope some people in. And when she roped them in, it would transform them. And I guess I, guess I grew up around it, became part of my fabric. And um, I just love pushing people, but I'm, you're my psychologist here. It also helps me. Yeah, of course. Right? If I'm pushing you, I'm going a little further. So we suffer together. Yeah. So. so yeah, and I don't mean to act like a psychologist, no, but fine. so many people, so many people even watching this, yeah. they, they, they know what they don't want out of life. Right? Any entrepreneur I've ever asked, so have you. I've been blessed to meet some amazing people, sure. top athletes. Like when you talk to someone who's been successful and you ask them why the hell they're doing it, they know. Right. right. And the why also goes with the what. Like, what are you doing it for? Right. Most people, and I've been doing this for years, right? So I don't yeah. want to sound like a stump speech, but like, if you ask 10 people you know, regular, like, average friends and family what they don't want out of life, people will ramble it on. I don't want this. I don't want that. I don't want the job. I don't want to be overweight. I don't want my wife to bitch at me anymore. All the stuff they don't want. And if you stop a mid sentence and you say, well, what is it that you do want? Nine out of ten, I've done this for thousands of people, will say, you know, that's a really good question. So we're like, we're a bunch of Ferraris going fast with no GPS, right? I love that. And when you, really, when you look yeah. at somebody who's, and you'll know this because you've interviewed so yeah. many great CEOs, yeah. when you talk to somebody who's successful, they know where they're going, they know they have vision and clarity, right. and they know why the hell they're doing it, right? And most of the time, if your why comes from your head, and, and why is an overused word now, sometimes sure. I hate even bringing it up, but yeah. it's true because most people have this mission statement of their company, they think that's their why. It's not. I mean, right. for me, my parents were married nine times and we were broke. I hated getting made fun of in my clothes. Right. I wanted my kids to have choices, and I wanted to be in control. I hated being in a house that I love and have to leave or getting evicted from a trailer because we didn't have the money. Like, I don't like that shit. So when I really, when someone asks me real quick, I might say, well, I wanted to create a mission. I wanted to change the industry. I wanted to leave a legacy for my kids. That's all true. But when I share from my heart, and when you share from your heart, and I'm never going to go backwards. I don't want to have anybody tell me how to work, when to work, when to show up, how to dress, how to talk, not, how to raise my kids. Like, sure, sure. I don't want to do it. So, so, again, when, when people feel they don't have time, to me it's not a time management system they need. They just need clarity on where they want to go so they start saying no to shit that they shouldn't be doing. Like, if you, if you look at busyness, a lot of times it's because you're saying yes to too many things. If someone's watching you, then they have a desire for more or they're already doing more, right? Sure. So they're the people that are used to saying yes. Yes, I'll, I'll do the extra. Yes, I'll work later. Yes, I'll take care of the kids. Yes, I'll help my friend. And a lot of times it's spending the time to get clarity on where you want to go, yep. know why you want it, and then figure out what the hell you need to say no to. Right, so you can. I, fit. I, we, I'm hook, line, and sinker. I'm with you. Yeah. I, I, question I have for you because yeah. this, is, this is something we, we actually preach. You know, true north, right? My question for you is because I know this, and I said this before, it can change. Absolutely. Right. So, yeah. so for two years, five years, ten years, it could be. This is what. This is my purpose. This is what I'm yeah. doing. But, but I agree. If, if, if I say to people, if you don't know where you're going, you're not going to get there. Yeah. 
<laughs> without a de- I mean, right. you're, you're going fast in a car with no, right. you don't have a destination. Right. So I'll be honest with you. I don't love working out, but I work out every day. Right. right? I was in California this morning. I only got a couple hours of sleep. I still got up at five. Nice. Went to the gym, took a walk on the beach. I don't love working out. Yep. But so I guess here's what I want to say. I'm gonna bat- use yep. any hack possible. We should talk about that first. Any yep. hack possible just to get movement to do something. For me, the current why I work out yep. is because in my family, I have an eight and a 10 year old. Yep. It's just what their parents do. I don't have right. to, t- I had to learn to be healthy. I had to learn to eat smart. I had to learn to work out. I had to right. force myself. My kids see it every day. They know dad goes to the gym right. at 510 every single morning. I come home, you know, I, they know I have a morning routine with my green drink and oils and I, they know I go to the gym. I come back, I cook them breakfast, you know, sweaty almost every day, right? right. They know that. So the days I don't want to go, I know why the hell I'm doing it. I right. want my daughter and son to look at it and just go, that's what our family does, right? right? So Again, you're right. Your why changes. I worked out 20 years ago because I wanted chicks. Sure, like, you know, sure. just being honest yeah. or whatever. Right. You know, you want right. to meet people. You want to look good. Whatever, right. the, whatever it is. Just right. if you're always evolving your, what you, you know, you're going after your vision and attach the right why, it gets you out of bed. So you, you might change destinations, but you yeah. got to have it loaded in the GPS. Exactly. Yeah. I agree, I agree with that. And, um, and I do the same thing with my kids. The kids got to see it. I go one step further. I was telling... Joe, uh, I bring in a, a kung fu master. Oh, that's awesome. Beat them in the morning. If I oh, that's really every day. <laughs> every day. No, you don't. Seven, seven days. That's a whole other story. <laughs> How yeah. old are they? Uh, well, this started when they were four and five. That's so it's pretty, been going on awesome. for a while. Yeah. Do they ever hate you in the morning, or are they? Cool uh, with they it? hate me pretty much every morning. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's, it's routine. Right, it's it routine. routine. I want yeah, it yeah, like brushing teeth. Just yeah. is what we do. All right. So you brought up something great. You said. Um, you got to prioritize, basically, yeah, yeah. and you got to figure out what to say no to. Expand on that one. Yeah, so I, I would just say that the easiest thing to do, I still do this literally every quarter. I'd even say it to you, is make a not-to-do list. Like, everybody has a to-do list, right? right? Everybody's got yeah. all the shit they want to do, right. but there's, there's nobody watching that's got an extra five hours a week, right? Sure. We're, all, we're all scraping for time. Unless you know they're what? following Tim Ferriss' four-hour work week, in which yeah. case they... <laughs> yeah, I was with Tim when he wrote the four-hour work week, me and Joe, and he wasn't working four hours. I know, no, I, I love Tim. No, I'm messing with you. Tim no, is said, a badass. Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, so, so here's what I'd say. Is, right. is, as, as archaic as this might sound, carry around a piece of paper. If you want to do it on your phone, and this week just jot down all the stuff you do. And when you get done looking at what you do when you think you don't have time, there's just stuff on there you shouldn't be doing. So the way I look at it is when I, and I do this, I try to optimize everything in my life. You know what it's like running the size sure. company you have. Yeah. You need every second. And when I have an extra second, my kids get it. Sure. Right? So I want the time. I'm leaving here. I'm going to go coach baseball. Tomorrow's yeah. softball. Sunday is dance. You know, I'm like, I'm going to be at all of them. So what I do on a regular basis is, is literally write down what I do. And then I just write down next to it, what should I quit? What should I automate? Or what should I outsource or delegate? Love it. And the more I do that, the more I find. I li- listen. Someone was at my house last week. I just told somebody a story. Someone was yeah. at my house last week, and they're like, and it was a friend of mine from a long time. He goes, "Hey, the, the garbage are out full. I just want to be helpful and bring them out to the road for you." He's like, "What day does your garbage come?" And I've been in this house seven years. I'm like, I have no clue. I've never taken out the garbage. Not because I'm lazy, but I don't want to change light bulbs and fix. It's on a not to do list. Like that's an extreme. Peace, but when you go through the things you shouldn't be doing and you take them off or automate them or delegate them, then all of a sudden that space opens up and then you save it for stuff like this. Sure. You save it for stuff that can go towards your purpose, towards your vision, and, and I, fill I your think why. think Einstein said um, when somebody asked him for his phone number, he said, I have no idea. I never call myself. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's, that's the point. Yeah. Um, I, I need to make a not to do list. I think it's going to be much longer than my to do no, list. No, but you, and you'll see, especially like 
we're in strategic coach with Dan yeah. Sullivan, which is pretty cool. And his whole obsession is only work on stuff that's your unique ability. So I, I look at, when I do a not to do list, I just look at what I can get an ROI on. You know, even if it's something that I have to pay somebody a hundred bucks an hour, if I can make more than a hundred dollars an hour in that hour, I got to give it to somebody else, yeah. right? When you're in your flow, you know, you shared a little bit about your company, yeah. all your time. Literally, all your time should be on marketing, passion, the brand, and that, nah, right? And if know. anything else is eating that up, you're screwing yourself and yeah. everybody around you and the company because it deserves to be at another level. Sure. Like, so when you start looking at it that way, like, you're like responsible for this company. It's amazing. It's changing lives. It should be four times the size. Yes. So when you think about that and you make a not-to-do list, you can make the hard decisions to say, I'm yeah, not doing that not anymore. Yeah. I'm never going to do this again. I'm handing it off. Even if it's done only 80% as good as I do it. I'm not doing this. So, Just putting a, 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 a dot on it, um, heard a guy say, um, if you're sitting in a bar with your buddies on weekends drinking, watching football, you're probably going to be doing that in 20 years. Yeah. So depending on where you yeah. want, like, that's not getting you to... Right. And if that's what you so desire, then right. that's totally cool. If that's cool. loaded in the GPS, If that's, that's, if that's where right. you want to go, that's right. great. But you can't sit and do that every Sunday or every right. weekend and right. then complain that you don't have more or you got a beer belly or right. whatever, right? You just yeah. got to make those decisions. So it's sure. like, if you know your purpose and you know where you're going and why, you know, find the time to do it. We're good. He's going to coach baseball. That was awesome. Oh, let's. Um, how do people find out about you? Uh, I'd say just go grab my book. You can get it for free. Deansfreebook.com. It's Millionaire Success Habits. It's an awesome, awesome read. It's, not, uh, it's, a, it's my best book ever. Awesome. Thanks, brother. Thank you. Good to meet you. Yep, my pleasure. Oh, that was great. Make it up and then make it real. Awesome statement. Something I think we could all apply to our lives. You know, everybody, everybody talks about aim, ready, fire. I've always taken this approach of fire, ready, aim. Just do it. And I think that's what he's saying, right? Because, because if we all sat around and, and we put together perfect plans and goals and detailed everything we want to do, we talk ourselves out of it. And so with me, and clearly with Dean, I'm not saying it's the only way, but it's one way, um, just get out there and do it. Because, because the worst decision is indecision. The other interesting thing um, Dean, Dean talked about is look, look at his history, right? Success is success, whether it was in automobiles or selling wood or doing construction. Um, he was just getting stuff done and moving forward and using each one as a building block to get to the next level. Never, never afraid um, to move forward. What did, what did he know about selling books or getting on TV? But, but he took a step forward, took a chance, and... And it worked. The other thing that, that he said that I teased a little bit here at the beginning of the episode is this idea of, you know, we all have a to-do list. What about a to-don't list? Very hard. I, I, I like to say, and, and certainly for me, the hardest word in the English language is two letters, N-O. So hard to say no. But I think what he's saying is um, we'd probably have a lot more time. We'd get a lot more done if we had a two-don't list, when he asked me, uh, you know, what do you want versus what you don't want? We all, we all, and I know I was the same way. I remember I said, I never want to be working on a computer. I always want to be working outside. And I think we all could, could quickly list what we don't want to do. But I think it's hard when you get pushed to answer the question of what do we want to do? And, and, and that's one of the things we've been talking about at Spartan for a long time, this idea of knowing your true north, where you want to go, because, 
Because if you don't know where you're going to go, I can guarantee you're not going to get there. Imagine getting in a car, putting, putting something in the GPS that says no idea. <laughs> Car's not going to get to that place. We have to know where we want to go if we want to get there. With that said, I got to go find Colonel Nye, Johnny, and Sephra. Hey, Joe, Dr. Johnny here. Listen, I was really excited about getting there for Dean's interview. Car's broken down. Do you know anybody who knows anything about fixing cars? Uh, ideally, fix it so I can drive it or fix it so I can sell it and pay for an Uber to get there. Hey, guys, well, my instincts were right, man. The Falcon told me that Johnny's stuck outside of his car, and Colonel Nye looks like we gotta go pick him up in the airport. So, me and my sled team, we're getting packed up and ready to go. We're gonna go rescue these guys, and Joe, Marion, we'll see you soon. Joe, Colonel Nye here. I just landed. Damn, man, it's cold out here. They just picked me up in a dog sled. We're headed to you, Aru. Thank you for watching another epic story of success. If you like our message, please share Smarten Up with your friends and subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or wherever you catch our show, maybe in the woods. Smarten Up is brought to you by Spartan Race. To find a race near you, visit Spartan.com. 